0: episode of locked on 76ers sixers media day the new season gets underway a lot of sights and sounds from our experience keith and i on monday will share it all with you right here next on locked on 76ers
1: you are locked on 76ers your daily philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5, the Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and my partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheEnquirer.com. Keith, we're back at it, man. Media day. Always a fun time.
1: Yeah, always a fun time.
0: (laughs) Always a fun time. A lot of things come out and we'll share our experience. But before we get started, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, uh, the start of what is expected to be a uh, real big season for this basketball team, championship aspirations once again. We have to get into that, talk about our days. A little bit of sacrifice is going to have to go into a lot of what they want to do to get to where they want to be at the end of the entire campaign in July, in June holding up the the, the trophy, and also uh, a little update on a former Sixer and uh, dealing with another injury, unfortunately, for this uh, player. But, Keith, let's begin with our day at Sixers Media Day. A lot of new faces. This is the first time that we've had an opportunity to speak with them because there was no press conference throughout the summer. So this was our introduction to DeAnthony Melton, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, Montrezl Harrell, and uh, Trevlin Queen, A lot of new players coming into town. Uh, So before I get started with my day, we were in different parts of the building. What was your day like as you were uh, at at media day for the Sixers today?
1: It was cool. It was cool. I mean, like, I would have preferred to be down there where you are, like, you know, with people (laughs) taking pictures, laughing, joking, the whole nine. Yeah. It it, it was fine. I mean, you know, the the thing is, uh, the good part is that, you know, um, Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey had a joint press conference, and they – you know, gave the state of the team, um, you know, the one thing is, you know, Daryl was asked about the tampering. Of course, he he didn't really have a comment, didn't want to talk about it. He was asked about Matisse Seibel, who's up for a contract extension. He didn't want to talk about that either. Right. So, um, but, but, you know, I, I guess the good part is, you know, you had, um, you know, PJ Tucker revealing some things, revealing that, Hey, yeah, why did you want to come here? Well, me and James were trying to come here last summer. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so, so that, yeah, that was that was that was good to hear. Um, also, you know, you you had Joel Embiid and James Harden. It was funny because, you know, James, I asked him, you know, how much weight did you lose? He said a hundred pounds, and then he went on and said what he did to lose the weight. And then at the end, I came back and I said, well, okay, like how much did you really lose? He said hundred pounds tweeted. And people tweeted it. You know what I mean? I didn't, but other people did. And then Joel was asked about his off season, What did he do? And he said, All I did was sat on the couch. So it was like these guys were like had a lot of fun and games, basically. Joel was asked about, you know, Ben Simmons and the drama. He said, I didn't I don't remember any drama, you know, stuff like that. So it was kind of like a lot of like Just I didn't. do it. It. Yeah. yeah,
0: loose, loose, and- yeah, they
1: were extremely loose, exactly. Now, Furcon did reveal something, he revealed that he had some um nerve damage and that that messed up his fingers at the all star break. It's, it began at the all star break and that wow. contributed to his slump towards the end of the season. So, I mean, there was some news that came out of it,
0: yeah. Well. Uh, that's that's of course I I guess with uh, so many things that we talked about during that time with Furkan Korkmaz struggling the way that he was, um, you know he, he was out there he was he was trying to give it a go, and if that's the case then you know it's tough to see that that he was dealing with that but hopefully he's he's good enough good to go and be able to perform for this basketball team, and the one hundred pounds of course no one believed that he lost hundred pounds.
1: Nah, <laughs> It's funny because people were texting me, did he really lose 100 pounds? I'm like, come on, man.
0: Like, yeah, I texted a friend. He asked me about what it, What did he look like and all that. So I was like, yeah, he looked pretty good and all that. And I said, he said he lost 100 pounds. I was like, yeah, I'm not really buying that one. And he texted back, right. like, yo, he ain't losing 100 I'm like, I know he didn't.
1: <laughs> come on, man. He might have lost 20 pounds. I mean, and I don't even know if he lost 20. You know what I mean? Right,
0: yeah. 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 So, But look, he does look to be in good shape, both yeah. he yeah. and Joel. Yeah. Uh, Joel was not sitting on the couch he, his body he looked pretty good he looked to be in obviously preseason form where he he looks good so hopefully that can all hold up for this basketball team as far as my experience went Keith uh, just being uh, in the different part of the building as you said where you prefer you would prefer to be where I was uh, more open as you said it's uh, yes it's structured because they're going from station to station to take their photos uh, but we were broadcasting from there, and I was also set up on the side for some one-on-ones. And I had a chance to talk to, on recording, uh, audio-wise, I had a chance to talk to about eight eight players, a lot of the role players, uh, most notably uh, D'Anthony Melton, also Montrezl Harrell. And I got to tell you, man, Montrezl Harrell gave me a 10 minutes, g- gave me a good 10 minutes, talked about his issues that happened this offseason, said it's unfortunate. He brought it up. I didn't even have to bring it up. Talked Mm -hmm. about his offseason, the issues that took place with him being in some legal uh, issues this offseason and trying to figure all of that out. But landing in the place that felt like it was the right place for him. And so that was encouraging. We talked a lot about the city, him playing in the Danny Rump Classic and dealing with the Philadelphia fans that he said, man, I'm glad to be on this side and not not having to deal with the booze and all that come with playing in Philadelphia. But he loves the passion of the fan base. Same thing for the Anthony Melton. He said, man, I got to tell you, I really am excited that I don't have to deal with that anymore as a visiting player coming in. So they already experience and know what it's like, uh, at least from afar and visiting that they know how passionate it team, And they said it fits their personality of what this fan base, uh, not only for the Sixers, but also for the other teams that they mentioned, uh, professional teams here locally that they talked about and, and what they do. So, uh, a lot of good stuff um george niang uh, talking about how he was able to just do his normal workout this off season he said he's all healed up feels much better uh, no no lingering issues there for him daniel house the roles that everybody's gonna have understanding what's needed there so spoke to to them shake milton looked he looked good also uh with him working on he said he wanted to work on his body changed his diet a little bit i'm sure he said that with you guys upstairs also so yeah just good a lot of just loose and open conversation and even speaking to firk and talking about firkan korkmaz talking about hey man you can't be getting in the fights over there and you know he jokingly said hey that's nothing compared to what you see in those league games over there uh in, in the Europe, european games that, that that they play so it was a good day overall good day overall and seeing everybody and seeing how the main theme for them is what they all were talking championship, which I, I know a lot of Sixer fans want to hear for sure. Yeah, but
1: doesn't don't all teams talk championships right now? Yeah, I mean, but all teams really,
0: aren't, aren't real champions unless, uh, unless,
1: unless you're the Phoenix Suns, you're talking about okay. the owner today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they avoided that. <laughs> some of them. Some of them avoided it as, as best as possible. But, uh, Keith, we need to also talk about that sacrifice that these players are going to have to make. In order to make that run, what will it take? What kind of sacrifice are these players willing to make? We'll dive into that next, right here, locked on 76ers.
1: Before we talk about sacrifices, let's talk about bet online, right? Why should we talk about bet online? Because bet online is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchup, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, live betting, and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to bet online or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game
0: starts do it today people do it today as as Keith always says and <laughs> I, I don't know what you did last night with that football game if or if if your wagers helped you out but my goodness was that no fun <laughs> horrible horrible <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, like it I, was. Like
1: I put on Twitter and some people, Giants fans thinking they were gonna win the NFC East. The title were
0: Hood Led Astray. <laughs> Yo, they look bad, man. Yeah, it was it was tough, man. Yeah, it was definitely tough, but uh hey, you know, stay a problem. Uh thank you for making locked on 76 is your first listen for your next listen. Check out the locked on now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you do get your podcast Keith in order for this basketball team uh, to make it where they want to make it past the second round number one into the Eastern Conference finals and eventually into the NBA finals lifting up that uh, Larry O'Brien trophy. We saw that this year, a lot of sacrifice uh, from the Golden State Warriors saw from the Boston Celtics as they were two teams that met in the NBA finals, so much so that when Steph Curry came back from his injury in the first round of the playoffs, he didn't start, came off the bench. And we're talking about uh, multiple-time MVP, uh, three-time champion at the time, now four-time champion, and the franchise, the face of that organization, deciding that Jordan Poole was playing so well that I need to remain coming off the bench until we get to the next round. And we saw what it did for them. And same thing with Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, who's always been one that sacrifices so much to, to play the way that he plays and help that team win. That's going to need to be done here with this team, too, because they have 10 deep as we look at the, the reserves that they have behind the starters. And then we can get into Furkan, Korkmaz, Paul Reed, Shake Milton, and so many of the other players, Charles Bassey. But are they willing to do it? And, of course, as you said, everything everybody says the right things on media day but are they really willing to do it? And how much sacrifice do you believe that they really have to do in order to get to where they wanna be?
1: See, and that's a great question right there, because like when you look at Steph Curry and you look at Draymond and you look at Clay, you know, you can look at it two ways, right? You can look at it and you can say, look, man, they're Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, at least Steph is gonna be it, right? Um, and and I honestly think mean, all,
0: no, all three of them are. All the I same.
1: mean, it, yeah, but you know what? But but I'm just saying, like a lot of times, some of I mean, you, they could all three make. You can make a case, but if if there's like a bona fide one, it's Steph. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you can make a case for all three. But the the problem with Draymond is when Steph and Clay wasn't there, he he, he looked okay, but he wasn't the guy like he is now. But what I'm saying is the deal is, it's like they know that they already paid. They know that they're the man. They know that Jordan, whoever was starting in place of them, isn't better than them and isn't going to start in the playoffs. The difference with the 76ers team is a lot of these guys we asking to make sacrifices are trying to stay in the league. So they got to pit up numbers in their in, in their minds in order for them to get paid. So, yeah, it's always good to say we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But then all of a sudden, if you're not playing, are you going to be on the side counting your money, saying, dang, I'm not getting any minutes. How am I going to get an extension? Or or how am I going to get picked up by somebody else? I mean, so to me, it's like it all sounds good until you're sitting at the bench and not getting money. Like a guy like Shake Milton great player. He was like, yeah, we got a deep team. I like this. Yeah. But how do you feel if you got a deep team and you're the 13th man and they only, the only minutes, minutes
0: to cut, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so to me, like the Steph thing, when we all talk about that and it is commendable, but Steph is the what, one of the highest paid players in the league, all these commercials, he knows that he's going to uh, be the guy. It's just different when, You're a guy who who may be out of the league after Mm -hmm. this season. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so, like, yeah, they all got to make the sacrifices. But to me, it all sounds good, and we'll really find out
0: how willing they are come We will. We will. It's going to be up to them to, to, to make sure that they do it. Because, as you said, we can always go back to the audio because they've all said it in the beginning of the year. I love this team. Look how deep it is. We've already been talking about this. We've been talking about that. We already know we're all not gonna get the minutes, but in the end, the end game is the championship. Do you really believe it? And and that's the thing. And that's what we are going to find out from this basketball team. And and part of it is though, when you look at it, when we talk about those players, but it does have to be a stars too. And in this case, James Harden, he really started the sacrifice. If we are to look at him not taking a long-term deal, Instead, taking the one, the two-year deal, the one plus one, being able to allow PJ Tucker, Daniel House, Montrezl Harrell, and all these players to, to join the team, he already started the sacrifice in part. Now it has to translate over to the floor, the wins, the results in the playoffs, and eventually in the NBA Finals for this basketball team, for them to get exactly uh, where they need to be as far as a, a championship-contending team. So uh, it. it and we always say it, it's going to be interesting to watch it's going to be fun i'm I'm curious to see we really are because there are going to be a lot of players as we monitor this whole thing tobias harris when you just said that about the stars tobias has his money and all but doesn't he feel like he can score in this league at a, at a high level doesn't he feel like he can contribute in a big way uh and and with that what are we going to see with his game with this, with this group from day one, not mixing it in at the trade deadline, and when, when James Harden comes in, so I, I agree with you, but I, I know that there is, you know, some sacrifice that's going to be need to be done and, with the squad.
1: And here's the one thing about Tobias Harris too. Yeah, he has his money, but he also wants to live up to that money because let's face it, if Tobias Harris has a down season, and if he gets traded in somewhere, and then they're gonna be like, look, dude. You're making close to max money, but we're not paying you that money if you just a fourth option. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's it's it's
0: it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be. I mean, it's all sacrifice. Huh? He sacrificed last season. Yeah. He, was, he sacrificed last season, and as far as the offensive output goes, uh, of not getting the touches and enough play calls that 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 he's accustomed to uh, in that in that season. So. It is it, this one is this one's going to be a big one to see how everybody adapts to the situation and what what it is uh, on the uh, other side Keith we do need to talk about uh, a young team in this league with a young player that used to suit up for the 76ers former number one overall pick for the Sixers in 2017 2017 Markel Fultz another injury fracture of the big toe this, I, I can't say this guy can't catch a break because there is always something, unfortunately, for Markel Fultz. We'll dive into that next. What it means for him and the Orlando Magic next, right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens here on Locked On 76ers, the day after Media Day, the start of training camp in South Carolina as the Sixers travel to South Carolina to for a, a bonding trip, a business trip to South Carolina to uh, get things going before the start of the preseason. Keith, in six days, they take on the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn to start off the preseason schedule. I'd imagine Ben Simmons should play in that game. He hasn't played in a year. Might as well suit him up. Um, how was the trip to South Carolina? Long. <laughs> nah. Like,
1: you know, the thing is, so I had, you know, I left around six o'clock and, but the flight was delayed. And, and so, and then I had a layover in Charlotte. Now the thing about it, the layover was quick, dude. I, I literally like ran from terminal A to terminal B. And when I got there, they were like uh, getting ready to board the plane. Yeah, okay, But, but, um, but yeah, I didn't get in until about, I want to say like 11 o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was long,
0: man. Long day for you, man. Yeah, long day. But it's, you know what? It is what it is. It is. Right. Yeah, well, you got the schedule. Everything will be all set for the start of training camp, man. And unfortunately for Markel Fultz, he was at Media Day. So he did do that. Uh, Markel Fultz at Media Day, a fracture of his big toe. It's going to be out for uh, an extended period of time, Keith. Unfortunate for him. It just continues to happen, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, you know, when Markel Folk was at was at Markel Folks was at Washington, it was one of those, you know, people criticize the Sixers now for drafting them, but he was the guy that the unanimous number one. He was the guy that everyone said he would fit in with Ben Simmons, and it just hasn't worked out for him. You know, like with the Sixers, uh, the injuries. I mean, we're talking about he had the, the hitch. In his in his shot he had uh, you know the, the the crazy uh motion at the foul line missing all those foul shots and then now he goes to Miami and he can't I'm mean, not Miami Orlando and he just can't stay healthy and it's kind of like you know a, a can't miss guy who can't get right you know what I'm saying it's yeah. like it's crazy it's crazy but that's the NBA and that's the future man like you, you can't predict the future.
0: And they have some talented players there in Orlando, him being one of them. And, and now they're starting to, as Markel Fultz is, is the player there, uh, now they're also starting to draft around him. I mean, look at Jalen Suggs they, they selected. Uh, you have um, yeah. uh, uh, Cole Anthony yeah. who's yeah. also there. So we're starting yeah. to see some of these younger guards come in where he's going to have to compete, which isn't a which isn't a problem, but – you know, they're starting to surround themselves and he's missing this time. And yeah. it's unfortunate because as you know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Nice, nice guy, talented player. The hitch thing just, as you said, he started off uh, in a weird way with all of that, that went down. And then it just started to snowball from there. The ACL last season coming back from that playing well down the stretch of the season and said to be looking pretty good there in Orlando during the off season of getting right. And now he has to deal with this with a, with a busted up toe. So uh, we'll see if he can get back. And I'm, I'm glad it's not an ACL where it has to take him so long to come back. And maybe we'll see him back sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I hope so. But you're right. The one thing is, I mean, they drafted point guards and back-to-back drafts. He's a point guard and they drafted they've used their first round pick on yeah. point guards on back-to-back. Now they did pay him a little bit. They not a little bit, a lot. He got 50-something million on extension. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know okay. what his future
0: entails. Well, he keeps fighting back, so hopefully he keeps fighting and get back in and he can get back to you know, being a, being a good player in this league. One that we didn't mention as far as an injury, P.J. Tucker, it was said a little bit earlier from the team, they released that uh, he had an arthroscopic procedure on his left knee, uh, which kept him off the floor last week as everybody was working out but uh, he has been cleared for on court work and will participate in camp according to the team. So keep monitoring that as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and PJ said he's fine. Everyone, uh, 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 Daryl Morey noted that it was only a 10 minute procedure. Um, you know, doc said no one's concerned, you know, so it, it it seemed like they just probably got in there and cleaned up a little bit of stuff or did whatever they had to do. But um no one seemed concerned at all
0: yeah no it's all good man well listen we got to thank everybody for making locked on 76 your first listen every day now make your second listen locked on fantasy basketball where josh lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet it's free and available wherever you get your podcast keith you might as well let the folks know where they can find us especially with you being in south carolina uh, you know, there with the team and, and get, being having the access that you'll have. Let us know where we can find uh, your work and, of course, where they can find us in general.
1: First of all, let's talk about where you can find D's work. You hmm. need to find my man on 97.5 FM. Um, he has a divine giving show. D, you go back to the normal time tonight,
0: right? Well, tonight, since it's uh, back to the Flyers and Sixers, I'm on the, after the Flyers tonight. What time is that 10 o'clock
1: wow 10 to what <laughs> 10 to midnight 10 to midnight all right so listen to my 10 man 20. d tonight in the to midnight too to but then no. so, and normally he's on air from 6 to 10. so 97.5 fm right and then also you can follow him on twitter at divine g975 you can follow me on twitter at pompey you can read my Sixers articles on inquire.com and, and you can purchase a
0: Philadelphia Inquirer. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, Keith. I know you'll be working and we'll be reading the articles that you do. In fact, put up on the inquire.com. Thanks so much, man. Hey, thank you. And I thank y'all for listening.
1: Peace. Always.